play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. If you want to crown them, then crown their But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Welcome in, everybody. We've got Commissioner's Corner Week 11 Review and Week 12 Preview. We're entering the final regular season week here in the League of Ordinary Gentlemen. And let me tell you, there is so much still to be decided. Beer Mile still up for grabs. Plenty of playoff spots and suspense still to be dis- dissected. And here to help me do just that, it's Agent Double Eleven, Tyler Bagenstoss, and Kyle, the big ticket, George. Boys, how are your nerves doing after what was a shocking week in Week 11? We'll review that action here shortly. But, I mean, like I just said, the whole league is still in flux and we're in the final week of the regular season. Where's everyone's heads at? I don't know where to be, fellas. <laughs> I'm all over the place. Yeah, Tyler, I mean, I, I kind of want to start with you here. In Week 11, you're able to pull out another win. This time, you don't go as high scoring as you did in the past two weeks, but 98 is enough as John Fishback, your main rival, some say, for the beer mile here, uh, only puts up 66 and looks very, very, very vulnerable. You've got to be feeling great going 2-0 and in your last two weeks to dig yourself out of the beer mile hole. Um I mean, we're talking about where your head's at. Where's your heart at, young man? Putting it on the line. Well, I will correct you real quick. I, this is three in a row. I just want everyone I, to know that. I saw that, that and all... just hoped that you wouldn't catch me because I apologize. You've earned that. You know, I'm all, I'm all over that, Connor, because uh, <laughs> I cannot forget about any wins I've had because I haven't had many. But <laughs> all four I'm of feeling them. good. I'm feeling very good. I'm not surprised by my dominant victory over John. I mean, I'm clearly the better owner. Uh I am very nervous coming down to this last week. We'll get more into it, but there's a lot riding on this last week, a lot riding on this last game. Really, the it's it's nut up or shut up time, so I'm excited for next week. Yeah, I think it, it was kind of a telling week for you and John here. Uh, Kyle, John's been someone that's been predicted at the bottom of the power rankings in the preseason and then has surprised us with wins, but looks very, very vulnerable here, as I mentioned, in week 11 against Tyler when he needed to win the most if he's looking to avoid that beer mile. Uh, What did this week and the disappointing 66 from John Fishback tell you about his team's morale and the the prospects of him running that beer mile here at the end of the NFL season? I think that... uh... I'm willing to maybe throw a wager with anyone who doesn't think John's going to have to run the beer mile. Oh my spicy Kyle. Um, his, I mean, he's got his best player on by going into this week. So the chances that like he already has a shitty team. So the chances of him being able to pull out a victory with Mahomes on by, I don't see it. Um, but then again, you, you alluded to it. He's shocked us before. So maybe his team will decide to score a bunch of points this week. And, knock Jack down and take Jack out of the playoff race, which, you know, I, I gotta be honest, I wouldn't be too upset about because I just don't want the three time champion to even have a chance of getting into the playoffs. Well, I mean, it's not like snuck in and won it all. So, I mean, and it's not like Jack's not much of a 
powerhouse these days. He's only putting up about 70 points, so I'm, I'd be nervous mer- uh, nervous if I was Jack this next week. Well, and, and Tyler, you're leading me right into it. Jack only puts up the 70 and a half you mentioned as Derek Sanger keeps his playoff hopes alive. Moves to six and five. Jack falls to five and six, and that will break down the standings more in depth after we wrap up the week 11 review, but that, that was pivotal towards the league standings and the playoff hopes of both Derek and Jack. You're mentioning being very, very worried for Jack here. Do you see uh, a avenue for him to still scratch out a playoff spot outside of the mathematics? Because you know Paul Sheffield also sitting at 5-6 and six over in that same Rihanna division, um, hoping for kind of the same luck Jack is, puts Jack in even a tougher spot. Yeah, no, I, I still think he has the ability to do it. I mean, he needs Devontae Adams and Chris Carson's back really bad. But, uh, yeah, he definitely still has the ability to do it. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I think we've seen how bad his O-line is and just not being able to do anything really against Baltimore. So I don't know who the Houston's matchup is next week, but hopefully it's a favorable favorable one for Jack. But at this point, Jack is just looking like a bottom of the league type owner right now. I mean, I know I'm the one talking, but geez, 70 points. And then, I mean, that's two losses in a row, right? Oh, and in a very, very pivotal two weeks as well. Yeah. I mean, I mean towards the end of the regular season here, two this weeks. is where it all matters. So Kyle, and this is where you really expect Jack to shine when he finds those free agent pickups. So Kyle, as a, as a benefit here to Jack uh, losing, you actually went and clinched a playoff spot by locking up that Rihanna division title. Congrats to you. Um, what were you, we'll, we'll get more into that division title and what it means to your Lug legacy here shortly, but Derek Sanger helped you out here by beating Jack and scoring 89 and a half, as well as keeping himself well within the playoff hunt, if not maybe the leader in the clubhouse right now over out of the Beyonce division. Um, what's your initial reaction to Derek pulling out a clutch win when maybe in his Lug owner profile, those have been few and far between? <laughs> oh, it, was, it was huge for me, and I, I'm grateful for Derek, uh, especially because my team was dealing with some buys, so... And I was playing a pretty good team in Paul. So it was going to be a really tough game for me to win from the get-go. I, I put up a fight against Paul, which I'm fine with. But, you know, all I cared about was Derek winning that game, locking up a – I don't know how many league championships I have now, but I think I have a few. And uh, it feels good to get it. Don't get me wrong. But it's time for Kyle to win a championship. It's time to shut these haters up about regular season ownership. And it's time my eyes are set on the trophy. The first year of the trophy is it's going to be mine. And I don't know if I'll ever give it up. Right. Uh, I like that mentality out of you. Unfortunately, I think I'm going to have to swipe that trophy right out of your grubby little fingers. Um, Another guy who's going to be looking to swipe the trophy is the man who actually bested you in fantasy this week. And that's Paul Sheffield. Puts up 125 and a half points versus your 117 and a half. A very, very close and contested matchup here in week 11. But Paul pulls out the win that he needs to keep his sliver of playoff hopes alive. Um, Kyle, I think Paul actually should be pretty hopeful here. I know he's been playing up how he has no shot, blah, 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 in our league group text. And we all know that's one of his strategies that we've seen used many a times. I mean, I'm the legendary sandbagger. I know one when I see it. I was going to say um, he learns it from you. So. Right. I, I know one when I see it. And and so here, how do you feel about Paul's team? Obviously, he's an uphill battle at five and six. But if he gets the losses he needs from other owners, I mean, I think the point differential will probably swing his way in any sort of tiebreaker. Uh, my hope is that if he does, uh, obviously I want him to lose this week because I don't want to have to play his team in the playoffs. Um, 
But right now it's looking like Randall is going to be the number one overall seed, which would probably put me at the number two overall seed unless I lose this week. I know things could change, but I'm kind of hoping for that two seed. So if Paul does sneak in, I wouldn't have to match up against his team in the first round because I just think he has a really dangerous team that underperformed for most of the season. And I'm hoping he doesn't have an opportunity to, um, you know, maybe steal a couple wins in the playoffs. So. Right. I'd say he's one of the most dangerous, if not outside of your own and Randall's, the most dangerous team still um, in that Luke playoff picture. Tyler, I know you you want to say your team's one of the most dangerous, but um, you saw Kyle and Paul match up this week, and that did showcase yep. a lot of the top ownership or, or what people assume to be the strongest rosters in the league. I think you might have even been quoted saying these are the two strongest if outside of your own. Um, which we all know is bullshit. Outside of my own, yeah. Yeah, you did say that, and I just wanted to quote you correctly, but we all know your roster's shit in that that comment's bullshit. But you <laughs> did speak fondly of Kyle and Paul. Um, did you think this could be a potential championship preview if Paul can wiggle his way into the playoffs, and then how would you be feeling if you're in Paul's shoes at 5-6 and six with such a strong roster? At this point, if Paul sneaks his way in, I feel great. He's got He feels lucky to be there. Really, he shouldn't even be there, but... but um, based on his start of the season, he's got the firepower to do it. Uh, I'm secretly rooting for Paul. Um, I wanted to kind of back it up after having that Asterix championship season. Um, and oh, I think we, I think we, I think we all agree. Magasaw's gone soft on us, boys. Gone stop. Uh, <laughs> gone soft on us, seen. boys. Hey, I have a heart, fellas. Let me, let me live. Oh it. man. No, but I mean, he has a scary team. If he sneaks in the playoffs, I wouldn't want to face him. Other than Marlon Mack getting hurt, that sucks. And then having two shitty quarterbacks and Phillip Rivers and Carson Wentz, those are really his two only fallbacks or like weaknesses I see. So, Kyle, you know I'm rooting for you. It's the Alpha Boys all the way, but it would be an interesting storyline to see Paul in there facing up against someone. Yeah, but you brought up the the championship and the redemption story. That's like the best storyline we got going in this league is that he well, doesn't and, technically and, have and one. And Asterix championship, if that's me, I, I mean, that's not even a real championship. Oh, and it's then, definitely right, not so, a real championship. It's an Asterix. So yeah, let's and, keep that storyline forever. <laughs> that's okay, right. yep. Let, let, I'm down. Prove <laughs> it, Kyle. And, I'm going to try. <laughs> and as we wrap up... Uh, Kyle and Paul's matchup there. I do want to go back real quick because I felt like we unfairly breezed over Derek and what he accomplished this week. He was five and five going into this week against Jack. Um, we spent a lot of the time talking about Jack's inability to put up points or pull out a win. But Derek, as I mentioned, doesn't have such a fond history of these clutch wins. So I just want to note that a lot of this win can be attributed to some of the trades he made as well as his ownership moves throughout the season. Most notably, I believe Calvin Ridley coming away of Tyler Bagenstoss, Drew Brees coming away of the man he beat this week, and Jack McDonald um, both putting up 20-plus points, getting Derek a huge win and keeping him in line for a playoff spot. One of the men he'll be competing against is myself, but more importantly, maybe this week, because he got the W, Cooper Sprunk. Uh, Cooper and I faced up in week 11, and Cooper was able to demolish me for the second time this year. I don't know what it is, but he only, or I guess third time, because he also trade penetrated me with the Nick Chubb <laughs> trade. So third time I've been dominated by Cooper this year, and I'm getting pretty sick of it. Uh, but we're both six and five now. I lose all the stronghold I was feeling last week in terms of the playoff position. Truly, truly a critical win for Cooper. Um, 
Tyler, I want to start with you on this one. Cooper puts up 124 and shocks the world again. And guess what? Didn't even come from Nick Chubb. It came from John Brown, 29 and a half. Yeah. Um, but, but Michael Gallup is probably where you're going to want to start. Uh, no, Michael Gallup had an amazing game. It was a year since his brother died. Shout out his brother. Uh, so he, he knew he was going to go up and give his best effort. But uh, if I'm Cooper, I'm nervous. Because when you see 29.5 points from John Brown, you're stoked. But how often do you expect that? And that's Survive probably not happening. Though. Survive in advance. I, I understand that. And and he's going to – I'm rooting for him to get to the playoffs too. But just don't look for this sustained point total. I mean, with, with guys like John Brown and Carlos Hyde putting up touchdowns for him. So, I don't know. Right. And I, I, I'm, ha- I'm happy for him, but I just don't see it happening. Kyle, on the other side of the line, we've we've been talking about, and I've I've been pretty honest about admitting I've been one of the luckiest, if not the luckiest, team in the league this year. And my roster, although I'm known for sandbagging, I think we can all agree has, if not diminished since draft day as a result of my ownership prowess. Shout out me for sucking this year. But I'm still in the playoff hunt. Do you think I have any prospects going into week 12 here outside of the fact that my record's good? Or is my roster just... Uh, pretty puny to you at this point just give it give it uh, to me hard and straight give me give me my chances here based on what you saw in week 11 <laughs> i will um i i don't love your roster oh kyle take it easy um, i see you picked up uh atlanta's kicker that's silly i don't know um, what i'm doing <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, I've, I've been saying fact- forever re-sign dan quinn so i'm going with the kicker <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that's thing hey falcons hey, th- hey two games in a row we're on a streak all right focus but, uh, on me kyle uh, focus on me i am focused on you um i think it's unfortunate that you got to go up against tyler this week i mean you guys haven't even brought up your season-long rivalry it was like two weeks ago you guys were talking major shit to each other and now you guys play each other this week and tyler's looking to snipe your playoff hopes and i'm surprised tyler hasn't been talking shit but he's gone soft on us this pod apparently well we, we haven't, just haven't gone to week have, 12 yet kyle i got, I got, got all the smoke for tyler i got all the smoke and guess what kyle i got smoke for you too all right we're getting there <laughs> all right, we're getting there whatever but go to your roster is not great but hey you can still pull out the win and make the playoffs i just hope i match up against you my team's been defined as scrappy all year and we look to prove that in week 12 <laughs> uh let's give the listeners maybe who aren't a member of the Lug or maybe even some of those Lug owners who might have forgotten to check in the beginning early parts of this week, uh, a little breakdown of where the standings lie. So over in the Beyonce division, we have Randall Tainer wrapping up a division title. Um, he's currently eight and three, uh, no chance at dropping the division lead. So he's in a prime spot to conf- compete for the overall number one seed, has put up a ton of points this year. Um, but right behind him is, of course, Kyle George, seven and four, leading the Rihanna division, also wrapping up a division title based on the loss by Jack McDonnell. Uh, but then is it gets really interesting. So wait, quick congratulations there, Kyle Randall. Well done. Um, Thank you. But these last two spots in the playoffs, it gets really spicy. Uh over in the Beyonce division, we have three teams at six and five currently all tied for the last two spots. That would be Cooper Sprunk, Derek Sanger, and myself. And then in the Rihanna division, not out of the hunt yet, it's Paul Sheffield and Jack McDonald, both at five and six. So they're both needing losses from um, myself, Derek, and Cooper, as we just mentioned. An interesting note, 
none of us play each other. So it should be super, super interesting. Every single game in week 12 will have some sort of playoff impact, whether it be a win or a loss. Um, and then as we stare at the beer mile, there's three teams that are going into the final week competing for the league punishment. That's Tyler Bagenstoss, who's made a miraculous three-game run here late in the season to pull himself out of the cellar and tie himself with David Walser and John Fishback. It wasn't too long ago that both those owners had their eyes on a potential playoff spot. Now, just trying to avoid potential upchuck on the track as they're looking right <laughs> down the barrel of the beer mile. Um, fellas, any quick reactions to where the league standings are, as well as the fact that after all this, after what is 21 completed, as well as when this comes out, 22 podcasts, it all comes down to week 12 in terms of who's getting into the playoffs and who's running that beer mile. Yeah, I mean, I'll go ahead and start this one off. Obviously, it's the biggest week of the year. It's week 12, a lot riding on it. Uh, interested to see out of Cooper, Derek, Connor, uh, Paul, and Jack that those last two spots in the playoffs going to be very crucial, seeing who's going to get the Ws this week. And then maybe the bigger storyline being the beer mile and myself included with John Fishback and David Walser. So a lot riding on this week. Um, really just looking for to put up, I need, I need a W, but I really need these other two guys to lose. So even if I do lose, I feel like I'm confident enough where I have more points than these fools. So and, and this really might I just need... This might be a stupid question for you, Ty, but just to sum it up, are your eyes going to be more focused on the bottom of the standings or the top this week? Uh, I think it's easy to say the bottom. Yeah, I think that's probably the right answer for the position you're in. Kyle, yeah. you're sitting comfy in the playoffs. Where are your eyes going to be locked into? Which uh, which portion of the bracket? Um, <laughs> You mentioned that two spot in Paul Sheffield. It sounds like that may be somewhat what you're watching this weekend. Yeah, I do want to lock in that two seed, which I think I would need a victory unless Cooper, because I am playing Cooper and he's sitting at six and five. So if he beats me, we'd have the same record. And I don't know, like, Con, you might be able to tell me this. It, does the division champion automatically get the two seed, even if they aren't? if they have the same record as the three seed in the other division. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. And honestly, I actually, I know I'm letting you down as a commissioner, but I don't know that off the top of my head. I would think that it does not matter and that it's actually just the division winner is guaranteed a playoff spot, but then it still yeah. comes down to record and then points for in a tiebreak situation. That would be my yeah. best guess. Yeah, but to answer, to answer your original question, my focus is going to be on my matchup. But outside of my matchup, it's on the bottom of the standings because I'm interested to see who runs. Yeah, I love that. Um, <laughs> I think that's going to be the exciting, uh, the exciting factor this weekend is you know watching those matchups, and I hope they all come down to the very end. And, um, it, and everyone's going to be shaking in their boots. It'll be exciting. It, it will definitely be exciting. So let's dive right into the week 12 matchups. Um, as I noted before, while we're reading the standings, the five teams that are still competing for those last two playoff spots, none play each other. Zero of them play each other. So, uh, I'll kick it off with two of the hosts matchup this weekend. That's me versus Tyler. Tyler, Kyle mentioned it. It's surprising it hasn't got a little hot in here because of the implications on the line. If I yeah, win, yeah, yeah. you're probably running a beer mile. If you win, I'm out of the playoffs. That's clear cut, well, clear as day. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you want, what you really, really want. And I'm ready to throw down. I'll let you know that much. 
Yeah, uh, first of all, I'd say even if I do get a loss, I wouldn't say it's a confirmed beer mile because we have some other um, – David's matching up against Paul, which is probably an automatic loss for him. But besides the fact, uh, you're in – That's a, a weak world mentality, of, baby. I'm just saying. I'm looking for every cop out I got, Kyle. Kyle, let me – Kyle. You're looking to walk. You're, you're not looking at home or you're looking to walk. No, I'm, I'm always looking to drive the ball the other way and hit it over the fence. Um, <laughs> Connor – you're in for a world of hurt, my is that, friend. Is that Rich Lundstrom giving you the take sign with two strikes and you oh. obey? <laughs> oh, there you it brought is. it up? That's a dark time in my life, Connor. <laughs> I'll, I'll spare in love in week 12, baby. Uh, yep. No, but for me, I mean, you look at the teams and I, I'm in a brilliant spot. you got Jamison Crowder, Goder, Metcalf, uh, Howard. You're, you're fucked. You're fucked, dude. you got Y2 on, as your kicker. No guy named Waiku is good. I promise you that. Uh, I have better players. I'm a better team. I'm, I am so hot right now, Connor. I am riding so much momentum. My players are just fucking everyone up. We're feeling good. We're all loose. Other than Tyreek Hill being out. Uh, we're feeling good. Uh, you're fucked. I'm sorry. Dak Prescott's the only guy on your team who's going to have a good game. Other than that, you're fucked. So good and, luck this week. I wish you nothing but failure. And Tyler, thanks for, thanks for bringing it up because – you know what's know what's even better than me stabbing a knife through your heart and making you run the beer mile is the quarterback of your fucking team, the team they call America's fucking team, grabbing that knife and not only just shoving it in you, shoving it up you, shoving it through you, shoving it around you, mixing up those insides, putting you all back together just enough so that you can limp your sorry ass through that first mile of the beer mile, fail it by not making the 12 minutes, probably walk during your second mile, consume six, seven, eight beers, throw your ass up, embarrass yourself on the internet. I'm excited. Dak's excited. And I think that's word enough for while i get this uh, win this week i've been the luckiest team all year you've been the unluckiest team all year it's gonna rear its head again this week and i'm i'm knocking on wood because i am a superstitious guy but when i'm playing a guy like you with with some of the karma you have stacked up against you i don't i don't have to worry too much about luck things are gonna break my way well connor haven't you noticed how the tides have been turning as of three weeks you know like i've been getting three all good things you, come you, to an end tyler you your running out, buddy. And that's why you just are keep racking up l's buddy and it's going to be another week yet again so, <laughs> keep racking up l's i'm in the playoff picture we're talking about you in a beer mile after this week bitch <laughs> <laughs> i love it i love it kyle do you have any Wait, thoughts or should we move it on real quick and just say that uh yes the last couple days Kyle's been deciding to just run just because I'm trying to get a little bit back into shape. Oh, good and for you. I, I have ran. I, I ran a mile yesterday and I ran a mile the day before. I know not long, but I'm just trying to work my way up. And I will say I ran yesterday my mile and like I jogged it in like nine minutes or something like that. And I was feeling pretty tired. So I don't know how the fuck y'all think you're going to do it. Well, hey, the good news, Kyle, <laughs> me and you, you don't really have to worry hard. about it. Tyler, how do you think you'll do it? Well, uh, Connor, that's a great question for David and John because I know there is no shot that I will be running this beer mile. I think we're going to have to watch Tyler for a possible drug testing or something uh, <laughs> come, come beer mile time once we know he's running it. Well, um, uh, I am way far past the drug test. So I will not pass any of those. <laughs> At least you're honest. And with that, I can let you off the hook that I just skewered you on and I'm getting, planning to leave you on for week 12. Um Kyle, you match up against Cooper, and much like Tyler, you can 
douse his playoff hopes as well as lock up that two seed, maybe even the one seed within the Lug uh, regular season standings. You're projected to win right now, 102 to 94. Coop has been a lucky, lucky team this year. And of course, has benefited you as an owner as well with some of those Michael Thomas type trades. Uh, What's your (laughs) feeling here going into week 12? Do you feel like you almost owe it to Coop to give him a win here? Not that you're allowed to do that or I'll fine your ass, but... Oh, Cooper, a win? Please, Connor. I mean, he did give you his two best players, no questions asked. Oh, my. okay. See, now now we're just taking shots like that when they were fair trades. He agreed to them. It's not my fault. I'm taking shots at him, not at you. It's not your fault. He just donated his two best players to your team. (laughs) Well, I've been the benefactor of those donations before. I'm just pissed it wasn't me this year. (laughs) Yeah, that's, that's actually true. But, no, I... I'm looking to to squash Cooper this week, and it's a it's actually an important matchup because of what we were talking about earlier. And the, if if we have the same record and he has more points, I mean, he gets the two seed, um, then it would actually that would maybe mean we match up in the playoffs and we play each other for the next two weeks after this week. But besides the point, I'm looking to I'm looking to squash him, and uh, there's going to be no mercy as far as I'm concerned. Okay, I like that. I think that's the right way to look at it, Tyler. Um, on the other side of that, Cooper, obviously, I think he's been down on his team the last couple of weeks and is feeling pretty lucky to still be in the playoff hunt. We've been talking all year long about some new blood within the Luke playoffs and what that could mean for the league. Does that mean that you might personally be rooting for Cooper in this one, seeing as that I'll be at 7-5 and five following Week 12? Well, I got to root for my boy, KG, we're the Alpha Boys podcast, but... How hilarious would it be if Jameis Winston just went and shit on Atlanta, put up like 35 Oh my God, that'd be amazing. I mean, that's the storyline we all want. It would be hilarious. I don't think it's going to happen, but Jameis is the type of guy where he has, you know, he has those random games where he'll put up like 500 yards and four touchdowns. So that would be hilarious. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily going to happen, but um, Kyle, I'm rooting for you, buddy. I think you're going to pull this one out, but just look out for Jameis. Hey, hey, Tyler. Low key, fuck you for that. Uh, bring in that juju. Uh, we didn't. I'm just saying it's a possibility. But hey, you want to know why that's not going to happen, Tyler? Because the Falcons' defense has only given up nine points in their last two games. They were all the weeks to, before that. Hey, it doesn't matter. We rearranged our coaching staff apparently, and things are turning around, and we're looking to make the playoffs because we're going to win out. So suck it. So Dan Quinn, the defensive coach, gave up defensive calling duties. And they started winning. Tyler, it wasn't released. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Another team looking to make the playoffs, and he's been talked about a lot on this podcast already, is Paul Sheffield. And like we're seeing so much in Week 12, he's facing off against a team, hoping just to avoid a beer mile after suffering some recent tough losses. That's David Walser versus Paul Sheffield. Paul looks like a runaway train, but he's going to need some help in the uh, rest of the league scoreboard here. We've talked about how we're feeling in Paul's shoes a little bit with a, you know, a lot of unknown still left to be decided, but how are you feeling in terms of his matchup with David? Are you considering this a win for Paul already, or is there still a chance that David jumps up and nips all the hopes right in the bud and, and ends this thing before it starts? David has no fucking chance. Are you kidding me? Look at his team. <laughs> Look at his team. I mean, Paul is going to wipe the floor with David's face. It's not even going to be funny. Um, David, the crack flipper, will be fully broken by the end of this week. I'm sorry, David. 
Um, he has no shot. He has no tight end. He has no kicker. I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe put in Daniel Jones to save the day. Oh, wait. Nope. Tom Brady against Dallas. That's no points. Uh, no, Paul, two girls, one cup will be headed to the playoffs this week um, or after this week. And yeah, David will be running a beer mile. So. Yeah, it'll be fun. Wow. Kyle, uh, uh, some strong words from Mr. Bagenstoss, but when you go down the roster, he might not be too far off here. Um, I don't I don't necessarily disagree, and I, I love – I'm going to take credit for getting Tyler fired up on this pod because I was giving him some shit earlier, and now he's just throwing flames right in our faces, and I love it. Kyle, thank um, you. Yeah, you're welcome, Ty. We look out for each other on this podcast. Absolutely. Uh, it's nice to see I, Tyler finally in week 12 so show some signs of life when for the first 11 <laughs> weeks we had to poke his fucking team with a stick to make sure they were still breathing. Yeah, I was dead for half the season, so that was... Oh, no. That, no, that Tyler, there's out. one week left. It was more than half. No, I'm way Wake alive, up. The though, beer Connor, mile's the at the door, Connor, baby. Week 12. so alive. It's not even funny. I'm, I'm going to stay awake all week. Can you let Kyle talk, please? No. <laughs> Um, I, I usually I would agree with you, Tyler, but since I want Paul to lose so badly this week, I'm believing in David. I don't you dare lie to yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna lie to myself. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend that David has a real chance of winning this matchup, and I I believe it. He's gonna he's got a Juju Smith against the Bengals. Bengals are 0 10. He's gonna put up like 30 points or something like that, and it's gonna be a miracle victory for the cracked slipper. I mean, it's Wednesday. He doesn't even have his team figured out. You know there's games tomorrow, David. Come on. I'm actually worried if that happens, Paul might legitimately die of a broken heart. Like, might legitimately <laughs> die of a broken heart. If Paul loses to David, that would be a travesty. That would be unbelievable. Um, A guy who's definitely not looking to lose again is Jack McDonald. Five and six, playing John Fishback four and seven. Again, like we've echoed time and time again, beer mile versus playoff implication matchup yet again here in the final regular season week. Um, Jack's been struggling as of late, and although John put up a dreadful 66 um, in, in week 11 versus you, Tyler, here, he's definitely snuck a couple wins in weeks we didn't see it happening, and he returns a lot of firepower to his lineup this week. Uh, what, what do we think about Jack's prospects here needing – Paul to lose as well as pretty much myself, Cooper, and Derek. Jack needs a lot of things to go right and some points to break his way in a tie break. About 200 Kyle? to be exact. Go ahead, Ty. All right. Well, when you say firepower returning, do you also mean leaving when Patrick Mahomes goes to the bench on this most crucial week of the season? Well, I was saying because Ryan you, Tannehill. You Ryan Tannehill. Well, well, I was well gonna, Connor. You guys aren't I letting mean, me finish. Ryan Tannehill takes the helm, though. Well, yeah. See, that's where you're just very wrong. Uh, Ryan Tannehill can suck ass because he sucks ass uh he does get tyler lockett back <laughs> and Aaron Jones. Well I, I, yeah do you like that one <laughs> um uh yeah no aaron jones tyler lockett back john has no shot again uh, i'm gonna go in on him john you suck you have no shot jack's gonna wipe the floor with your face you have no shot deshaun watson big points this week uh jack please pull it out and Kyle, before we throw it over to you, I just want to point out since week eight, Ryan Tannehill does have more points than Patrick Mahomes. Granted, Patrick Mahomes played two games less during that span, but you know, the facts are the facts. Um, Kyle, Jack, as we said, needs a million things to break his way. You were saying that it might be nice not to have the three-time league champ in the playoffs. Uh, do you think if Jack misses the playoffs, it's a lot to do with bad luck in terms of injuries? Obviously noted Devonta Adams out for a long portion of this season, or is it self-inflicted with some missed opportunities on Jack's part? 
as well as maybe <laughs> maybe being too bullish on guys like AJ Green and Kareem Hunt to come and affect his season late um, when he was still scrapping for a playoff spot. I definitely think it's a combination of the two. Um, but I will say, like, there were times throughout the season where I felt like Jack should have made a trade. I know I was even inquiring about a potential AJ Green trade when there was rumors that he was coming back, and his price tag was just insanely high. And he's always insanely high in his trade yeah. Yes. Yeah, it, it, he's similar to uh, Connor in the sense where you guys always have really high price. That's not a bad thing. That just means like you don't, you guys protect yourselves as far as making a, a starting making a deal point. And you don't want, right. Uh, and not my job to start low. Team. I just think at some point, especially when you look at a team like Jacks, where he had Julio, Devontae, AJ Green, T.Y. Hilton, all this team, like those are all like one of those guys has to be traded, you would think, to build your roster elsewhere. And he wasn't willing to do it. He had a unreasonable price tag for AJ Green, who's on the worst team in football and isn't really the same AJ Green that he used to be. Um, so I think that was an ownership mistake on his end. Uh, but that said, he did have some unfortunate injuries. Um, so I, I won't take that away from him. But at the end of the day, I think he might have to look himself in the mirror on this one with how close he got to pretend, or I guess he still has a chance, but if he doesn't make the playoffs. He He was so close and he might have to, you know, live with his decision making. Yeah, I think that's well said. He was right. He if he doesn't end up making it, he was right on the doorstep and there could have been moves out there, maybe even moves suggested that could have swayed the season. Um, another guy who's looking to sway his season for the better. That's Derek Sanger. Last matchup of the week against Randall Tainer. This is not an easy one, to say the least, for Mr. Sanger here. He gets Russell Wilson back, the potential NFL MVP back into a starting lineup here. But it's win or go home, I feel like, for Rock a Flock of Flame. Um, obviously, a scenario where he could outduel someone in points scored, but I think Derek's really relying on pulling out a W this week. Randall, on the other hand, supporting or sporting Lamar Jackson in that quarterback spot, always going to scare you going into the week. Uh, what's our initial reaction to this matchup? It's one, again, much like Cooper, we're, we're looking to see some new blood in the Luke playoffs in Derek. Obviously been to the championship once before losing the noted Asterix championship to Paul Sheffield, a little known fact in Luke history. But uh, it, it would be great to see Derek back. Do we think the likelihood is very high, Kyle? Um, I do, actually. I think he's got a chance. Um, I think Derek has a team... Uh, I think Tyler and I have brought this up before on one of our previous podcasts, but he is one of those teams where he could put up huge points because he has guys that are capable of putting up huge points or just the consistency factor is not there. Um, Keenan Allen being on by this week is going to make that a little bit more challenging for him, but he does have some guys. And I'm, I'm talking about people like Russell Wilson, potential MVP, uh, Le'Veon, who I know hasn't been a, as great as he has been in the past, but he's still capable of scoring two touchdowns and getting you 20 plus points. David Montgomery has been on the up and coming. So I, I think he's capable of, of stealing this game. Um, in which case he, I think he would probably make the playoffs. So yeah, I would say he does have a chance. Kyle, or I mean, Tyler bye weeks are affecting this matchup uh, crucially. And, and I think that's something to be talked about when we're looking at week 12, uh, Keenan Allen on Derek's bench, but then looking across the pond, you've got Dalvin cook and Stefan Diggs both, on by as well for Mr. Tainer. Um, is this something that we can analyze back to when you're drafting or picking people up in terms of 
organizing bye weeks or or when you're playing a 12 game season and there's so much left to be said are you not too worried about stars that are going to be uh taking their buys in week 11 and 12 and and kind of facing what both these two teams are facing here in the the last week of the regular season yeah i think we can all honestly say we're not really looking at that we're just looking to get the best players on your team yeah it was a, um, it was a far-fetched comment but you know no for sure but i mean we do look at it when like we notice when the bye weeks come up then you're dropping players trying to fill spots and that's what randall's doing this week i mean it's a battle of the chicago running backs between rocket Fucker flames and randall Tariq cohen and david montgomery both on a shitty team against the giants that'll be interesting to see who goes off there but i think Derek does have a good chance this week um Randall's uh, playing guys like Tariq Cohen, Devontae Parker, and then having the two tight end situation going. Granted, they're both very, very good, but you just never know the tight end outputs week in and week out. You know, it's a it's a more of an inconsistent play than maybe a wide receiver or running back would put up for you. But I'm I'm excited to see this week play out between these two teams. Uh, I'm going to lean Randall's way here, but that doesn't mean Derek doesn't have a shot to pull this one out. Alrighty, and, and before we sign off here tonight, we've got to do our, our final segment, uh, and then I've got a surprise last question for the both of you. We're going to Lug High Score for Week 12 in our predictions here. Um, Kyle, I'm going to give it to you because I'm sure you're going to want to go over there and rub all up on Tyler's team again. Although it didn't, didn't turn out for you this week, I'm, I'm sure that's where you're going. Am I wrong this time? Um. I, I, I'm I'm debating with myself because part of me does want to go with Tyler. By the way, did I pick part Paul of last me week? Also wants did to I pick Paul last week? What's that? Did, I don't know. Did you? We'll have to listen yeah, back. I did, think Connor. I might have picked Paul. Oh, you guys can just go you ahead did. and Venmo me whenever you're ready. Yeah, you knew that answer too. I think you're just Well, yeah, yeah, but I just it's better when you say it. Did yeah, Paul I, win I high score again? You know what, Connor? Did. Just for that, I'm picking fucking Tyler back. Fuck you. Fuck you. Drop on your throat. And he is going to squeeze all those little that little slimmer or sliver of hope you have to make the playoffs. Like, look at me, we're going to do it. Tyler's going to take that, shove it up your asshole so far, yep. Yep. dropping 135 yep. points. Connor puts up 67. Connor yep. doesn't make the playoffs. Well, well you know what, Kyle? Even mile, if that happens, I'll it. wipe up the, my tears with all the fucking money I've won off you two in this Luke high scoring event. Tyler, just fucking take your guess. Jerk Kyle off and pick him. <laughs> <laughs> no, Kyle, I'll, Don't I'll, I'll, Kyle I, I will save you the cleanup this week. This week, I will be going with one, Paul Sheffield, two girls, one cup. This is a big week for Paul and more of a big week for me because I need a loss from David real bad. So, Paul, I know your team is amazing. You're projected the most points right now. I'm trying to make a little bit of this money back. Please help your brother out. Put the whooping on David's ass. And uh, let's see David running a beer mile. Ooh, okay. I like that. Going, going for someone that's participating maybe in that beer mile with you. Uh, this week, <laughs> I, I'd have to stare. <laughs> I'd have to stare. You know, right down. I'm looking at Rock a Flock of Flames, and and I'm wanting to pick him, but we're in that playoff race. I wouldn't pick someone in the playoff race. Oh, oh, wait. Unless they're playing. Kyle's shitty ass team. So I'm going to go with Cooper Sprunk this week. Um, despite me and him facing off for a potential playoff spot, I think we both get a W. And Cooper puts up the highest score in the league, securing his first playoff berth in a long, long time. So, Coop, you've got at least some good faith coming from within the division. That being said, I won't be too upset if you lose, but it, it would be nice to see Kyle uh, wear one in the face for what exactly he just said there. And the sad thing is, Connor, guess where I'll be the next week? The playoffs. 
Yep, that's right. Feels good to hear you say it. Hey, hey, that's right. That's right. Throw it right back in my face as <laughs> as a good friend should do. Um, with that, let's sign off for the week. It's obviously a monumental week, not only in the season, but in Luke history. So we'll be bringing you all the updates we can as soon as possible next week. Uh, stay tuned. We're excited to see what happens and bring it to you. Talk to you soon. Peace. Peace. play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? I just hope we can win a game. If you want to crown them, then crown their But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook.